Signs of the Southland, Wednesday edition, July 27th, 2022. We have a special guest with us today, Mr. Ken Segura from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, Mr. Purdy has known Ken for a while with his work with the technique. Uh, so, Jack, I'm actually going to hand it off to you. Why don't you, you introduce our guest and get us rolling here? Yeah, so Ken came He uh, came to the technique office uh, this past spring semester and hung out with a bunch of us, kind of gave us the lowdown of like, here's how you do this, because all of us were brand spanking new post-COVID to how to run a newspaper and everything. Um, and he was really helpful, and then i just been picking his brain pretty much ever since. So, And then I was like, well, I'll take you up on this if you're willing to come on. And then he said <laughs> yes, and what a fool he might be for doing that. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming, Ken. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, always, always happy to talk Georgia Tech, and um, love your guys' work. So happy to happy to join you. Um, yeah. Well, so let's do the part that we did at the Technique Office again, just for those that don't know your background. Like, how did you get to? I guess what's the short way of saying I now write for Georgia, write about Georgia Tech at the AJC? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll I may go too far, but uh, feel free to stop me. So I grew up outside of Chicago. Uh, when you know in high school, I wanted it. I grew up a big sports fan. I read the you know, Chicago Tribune and Sports Illustrated a ton, and and kind of got it planted in my mind. I, I you know that seems like a really cool career. Uh, when I got to college, I started working for my school paper, which University of Michigan, and there I kind of got. I, that's where I guess the journalism bug bit me, so to speak. And I thought, you know, I I think I'm okay at this, and I really enjoy it, and so I'll, I'll give it a shot. And so that led to internships, and uh, I got to the AJC in. 1998, and uh, I covered a few different things. Uh, I covered high schools, uh, NFL, and the Falcons, uh, and some other stuff. And then, so, starting 2011, full time, I started covering tech. So um, that's been, gosh, 11 years now. So I've seen a lot, but uh, but yeah, that's basically how I, I got to this point. So you just I, barely missed the Falcons' good stretch. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, I was actually I was there for yeah. I, I, you were there for I, the I first did, bit. You were there for that first yeah, bit, of Matt Ryan. I was there for the very start of Michael Vick's uh, uh, career with the, with uh, the Falcons, and I was thankfully not there when the the uh, the more uh, notorious parts of it began. So yeah, uh, yeah. Ken, I gotta ask. I gotta mm -hmm. ask. As a Chicago, currently sitting just outside of Chicago, um, guy myself. Uh, you said you bought you bit the the sports bug uh, in town. I gotta know where'd you go to school and who was your favorite like Tribune writer because I I grew up reading the Trib too. Every, oh man, uh, wow! I've came, never so. Them, I um, so really, I went to New Trier, uh, which is okay. The, the rich snotty kid went to um, and still go to. Uh, but the gosh, I guess my the one I read the most was his name was Bernie Lincecum. He was a columnist in the you know when I, when I was when I was much older than you I was in the eighties and late 90s was what kind of when I was reading the most he's I imagine he's long since gone but he was the one I think who I, I really loved reading and kind of gave me an appreciation for kind of what you could do with with words and writing about sports I think made it really entertaining that's that's cool I uh I I, I recognize the name but uh I myself I I really like Paul Sullivan but you know just yeah just yeah, yeah. I mean yeah I, I don't know if you've read it you wrote, wrote a book about covering the Cubs that's probably very old but yeah that's one of those another those things that like kind of gave me an inside scoop and my inside kind of picture of what it's like to cover a team and you know, yeah it was, it was good stuff yeah 
that's uh, that's cool, and that fulfills my one reference to Chicago that we got to get in on every podcast. Yeah, so, really there you guys go. I'll, hold on, I'll be... hold on, no, no, no. Is it just really one? Because I feel like you <laughs> raise that quota every time we record. Yeah. And we can talk about tech athletes from the Chicago area or something like that. I, I got some opinions on that too. So right. he definitely, <laughs> yeah, he absolutely um, does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, does. <laughs> that's another niche next summer content. Um, I, I have heard of Paul Sullivan. That's all I can contribute to that. And that Cubs game. Also, well, you know, this is fun. We, me and Jake did figure out we were at the same Cubs game before we knew each other in the early, wow. in like 2012 or 13 or something like that. Yeah. Don't know. Long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I have the scorecard for it on my shelf, but that would make for bad <laughs> podcasting. So that would make podcasting for, yeah. is a visual medium, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, not okay. to hijack the podcast you got that was it, a yeah. good that was a good hijacking that was a good hijacking um okay so and more for this most recent year um i mean this was a fantastic year i think in terms of across the board for tech athletics was there any like what was your general what's your general take in terms of like i know you can give a letter grade or if there's just something if you just have like a synopsis of like how you would assess what 2021 2022 was for tech athletics Boy, um, I mean, it's it's funny, uh, and I think maybe we may get into this later, but obviously, I think most people's impression of how the year went, you know, or any year goes is, is strongly weighted towards football and then men's basketball, and obviously those two teams this past year were not very successful at all. Yep. Um, and then for, I mean, so, you know, in, in some ways, I you know, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of teams did really well, but just don't get the sort of notoriety that, that those teams do, and, you know, particularly with, you know, the volleyball team. Uh, the golf team always is strong. Um, women's basketball into the tournament and women's tennis is, you know, they go, they've liked something like a 20 year streak of 21 year streak of going in the yeah. tournament. So, um, so overall, I mean, overall, you know, this, you know, the, I don't know if you guys pay attention to this, but the, there's the director's cup, I think it's called that, that, you know, weights every, every sport equally mm-hmm. and, and measures whether you go to the tournament or not in your sport and tech, you know, while not, I mean, it, it's, it, I, they, they've done about as well as they have in, in the last several years over the last couple of years. And so from that perspective, it, you know, probably was a pretty good year. Um, but obviously, you know, when, when you wait football, if, if that's how you look at it, it, you know, it wasn't a very good year at all. So, you know, I, you know, when I think about it, you know, just from a, how, how are they doing perspective, I, you know, I feel like they did pretty well, like, yeah, as I said, but, but I can understand why not everyone would share that uh, perspective. Yeah. The, uh, I, I was going to say the, the director's cup is tough too, just cause there's some of those schools that, and, and we, I know that they capped, you know, with a certain number that you can have scoring there, but mm-hmm. there's just some that just, you know, you, you got 25 sports. Right. That's, that's eight more chances to have a really special year, but I, I think you hit it really well. Like the, like, Hey, I, I paid for volleyball season tickets for the first time last year. And, uh-huh. uh, I will be doing that again this year because I got a lot of value out of that. Even if it's not, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not a Saturday of being in Bobby Dodd right. and, and, you know, but uh, no, they, they, had a, they had a great little year to themselves. It was, it was a nice time. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, um, totally, Mike, totally Mike Flynn, I'll, I'll say this one thing real quick. Yeah. Uh, he, the, the head uh, communications guy in the, in the department, um, director, <laughs> more than guy, um, but uh, like he, he was letting me know, like, hey, I sent out this release about the director's cup thing. And, and I said, it's too bad. Uh, they don't have a, like, you know, weighted, have it weighted by like the number of sports that the school has because tech would do far better. Yeah. And he said, you know, I'm not going to do it, but you're welcome to, to figure that out yourself if you want. And I, I was thinking about it, at least on like an ACC level, but 
I think other things got in the way. So yeah, they'll have to be what they are. Yeah. yeah. I the thing is like when we first started doing this podcast and I first started writing for from the rumble seat, one of the mm-hmm. things that we one of the first things that I looked into was was the director's cup i think this was 2018 jake if you remember we actually sent in a question to todd stansbury's podcast asking about the state of the program and where where things were headed how they were planning to invest in the program and improve on that score because a lot of the a lot of the graphics a lot of the tweets that we've seen from uh the athletic department this cycle is that they are saying, hey, these are the highest rankings that we've ever had and progressively higher since that sort of very meh 2018, 2019, or I think it might have been 17, 18. I, th- I think it was 17, 18. Yeah. 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 And because we had football not making a ball, basketball still hadn't made the tournament again. Uh, women's basketball was going through an upheaval. Baseball was struggling. Softball was struggling. But now a lot of those programs, maybe the two major revenue ones aside are all thriving. So, right? And it's sort of been an interesting, like, I, and I think you mentioned this too, Ken, it's been an interesting growth period the last four or five years, especially if you've been on campus as a student to see that, to see that trajectory. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, the, the, you know, with softball, with, you know, Eileen Morales and obviously um, Mel Forner and basketball, they, they made some good hires and I, you know, I, I've talked with Todd a few times about this kind of what he sees happening. And I think he says, he's mentioned, you know, different things, just that I think uh, there's a, maybe a culture of, of, you know, different t- teams and coaches and athletes saying, okay, let's look the, you know, the, the tennis team is making the tournament, you know, we need to step it up or, or the basketball team or whomever it is. And I think the thing too, that, that coaches have, have mentioned to me is that I think they feel supported by Todd and encouraged and, and certainly you see it, you know, with the way that, um, you know, obviously you, you can have your, your opinions about how, how things are going, but with basketball, for instance, you know, you, you could have very easily let, let Josh Masser go, you know, yeah. for various reasons over the last several years, but that, you know, that the patients was awarded with the tournament uh, and an ACC championship a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's, you know, I guess long-term we'll see uh, with football and basketball, particularly whether that patients be rewarded, you know, you know, on a, on a consistent basis, but maybe it's things like that, that I think, you know, the, the coaches are, are responding to. Yeah. On that note, on Stansbury, what have you, I mean, just, I, you, you said you talked to him a few times. What have you gleaned about like how he's, I guess, what would, is there a way you would diagnose his leadership style or like if there was a way, like a couple terms you would like put to like, okay, this is just how Stansbury runs this compared to other guys. Like what, what have you seen? Boy, um, you know, I think he's, he's, he's happy to be behind the scenes um, and, and doing the, you know, just being the, the, the guy that's there when, when you lose and saying, Hey, you know, you know, giving you a pat on your shoulder and saying, keep, keep it up and, and being supportive in that way. And, and just, you know, talking to the coaches and finding out what do you, what do you need for us, from us to, to, to win? Um, you know, certainly there's the, the, the fundraising aspect of it that's huge to, to, to what he does and, he's done his part in, in getting the funding for the the capital campaign um but yeah but i think to, to go back to what i was saying maybe when, when i see like how he operates you know he's not the guy that you're going to see you know strutting around on the sidelines or whatever um but yeah. uh and making himself known but i think he's yeah maybe behind the scenes is, is where he's probably strongest and more probably most comfortable for that matter that's fair and i think uh 
I think you've kind of like hit around the edges at like a big concept, at least in the, the, honestly, I hear it the most applied to college football, but I think you could apply it to anywhere in college sports, athletic department, athletic department is the term like alignment, you know, making sure that like, you know, there is that cohesion between, as you said, like different like teams and athletes, but also like athletic director to his program. And, you know, it, uh, I, I think like that, the, the improving director's cup and, you know, just some of the general successes, you know, even men's basketball ACC championship is, is like a product of, you know, everyone really getting on the same page. And, and if that page is winning, then, I mean, that, I think everyone can get behind that, even if it comes at different times for different people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I mean, I think, you know, from what I could have sense and from people talking to me, I think there is, it's, it's a, it's a group of people that are all, you know, trying to support each other and, 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 you know, are happy for each other's successes. I don't, I don't know if that happens everywhere, but yeah, you certainly see that happening. Uh, I can like, for instance, like I wrote a story kind of touching on something we were talking about, you know, it, it's kind of, it's been maybe interesting or noteworthy and, and this year when Title IX is celebrating its 50th anniversary and marking for the anniversary that, you know, a lot of the women's teams at Tech have done well. And, and I, I, I spoke with uh, Eileen Morales about this, or not about that specifically, but about just how many teams have done well on the women's side. And she was saying how, you know, that when she got there, she a lot. She leaned a lot on um, Shelly Collier, the, the volleyball coach, to, you know, how have you done things? And, and, and then there, I think, I think she was saying it was the two of them, their offices are close to each other. So they end up spending a lot of time, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other and supporting one another. So I think there yeah. definitely is that aspect of, of the culture within the, within the department. I think it's really telling how often you see like the two of them or like Nell at each other's mm -hmm. events and things yeah. like yeah. that. Like that. Yeah. It's very also easy in to each not other's do Twitter things. feeds. <laughs> yeah. Especially in each other's Twitter feeds. I see that all the time. Yeah, but, you know, it's if there's one thing I learned when I was at Tech in college, it's very easy not to do things. So I try and pay attention when I see people, you know, doing things. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I like... I think most of the soft, yeah, most of the softball games I went to, Collier or someone from the volleyball team was there, whether it was one of her assistants or whoever. Now I only went to like four or five, but of those four and four, four or five, they were there um, if they weren't on the road. So, and I mean, also it's like right next to the uh, to the to their offices anyway, so like right. it's not a it's an easy walk if they feel like watching two innings. And I know you probably get into the stadium with a with a press pass, but I will say the best value in Midtown is paying two dollars to get into a softball game and then three dollars for a hot dog. Can't beat that anywhere. So. <laughs> That's good. Do we know this? Nice. Um, we know. We I guess on the Title Nine stuff, we know that the school isn't fully compliant yet, like in terms of scholarship ratio and whatnot. Us three have had our whole discussion of what we would do to solve that problem. Um, mm -hmm. But is there? Do you have? In, I guess in terms of like what your favorite would be and what you think might be best for tech, what sport do you think is the best one to cross to cross that line into full compliancy? Um, that's a tough one. I mean, I know they're 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 considering it, and yeah. uh, I mean, I guess are you talking about like what's a sport that I would want to see, or what would be like the most? Uh, I, guess I guess both like what. Or what, what let's say which one you would like to cover if you had to pick a sport and then if you have an idea of like what might be best for tech as an right. institution what would that sport or for the athletic association what would or, that sport be or if you just have a favorite sport that we don't like have now that right. one's too yeah. yeah um as far i mean I, I i guess as far as sport i'd want to cover um i mean i i should say that i don't really i mean we're looking into this like i you know i i i 
try to cover as much as I can of the, the non-revenue sports. I don't get to do it as much, but you know, I, I certainly enjoy soccer and that's obviously a very popular sport. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, it's really too, like when you think about different schools programs and what they have and don't have, like tech is pretty rare in, in not having either soccer team. So maybe yeah. that would be it. Um, but as far as like, uh, and I, I, you know, I, I don't know enough about like, you know, what kind of gives you the best bang for the buck as far as cost of the program versus the number of mm -hmm. athletes here, it's going to give you to, to kind of get you into right, right. Title line compliance. Um, you know, I, I, I've thought that golf would potentially be easy just because um, it, you don't need to build anything for it. You know, no, you yeah. have, there's already a practice facility and, all you got to do is hire some coaches and you're pretty much right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know if that like it, but I don't know if that would give you enough numbers to, to make it worth the investment of, of a new team. Um, right. you know, but so, yeah, I, I, and obviously like a sport, like, well, I mean, I don't know like how much crew costs and, um, you know, if I, I, I could, can punch, I could conceive of being pretty expensive, but I don't know that it is. I mean, I could also yeah. conceive of being not that, um, uh, of an investment because you know maybe you build a, a boathouse I guess and then you right. have a locker room yeah. space but you don't need to build a gym or a stadium for that um, I, but the problem with soccer yeah. though and I'm sorry I, uh, like I, you don't know I don't know where it would go I guess now maybe you could play in Bobby Dodd because they have the the turf um, yeah but yeah I don't know yeah it's a good question I, I'd be curious to hear what your guys thoughts are I, I was gonna say I've, I've honestly never thought about the rowing thing but in in uh in college, I was pretty involved with the club sports world. Um, and uh, just hearing what the rowing guys had to do and, and, and gals had to do just to, like get on the water. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, you mean you're driving that at, you know, five in the morning kind of thing. So, you know, it's, you know, Clemson's really lucky. They got that lake right there. Right. Kind of thing. But, uh, but man, no, that I, I just know that there's a lot of schools that have absolutely massive rowing teams. So maybe, maybe you do get a lot of bang for your buck there. That's right. honestly something I, I had never considered. So interesting to think about. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah, I didn't think about that much either, but yeah, I mean, I guess in terms of like ease of being inside the program, it'd be a lot harder in terms of just sheer tr transportation um, versus everything else. Um, no, there, we did do a whole podcast about a month ago about how we would solve the soccer problem, uh -huh. including where to play. We real we, we figured out our, well, I don't want to say we figured out, we concluded the best option was capping the connector and putting the stadium there. <laughs> instead of playing in Bobby Dodd <laughs> because of how close the wall, how close the brick walls are um, and how it's a miracle like Greg Garza or Joseph Martinez didn't get their ankles broken while they were playing there. Um, uh -huh. United, but you'd I mean, be no, yeah, very surprised not. how good the fit is across the, uh, across the yeah. connector. It's, like it is considering it's actually at like very good. It's very expensive and needs for stadium seating. Like it, it worked a lot better than we thought it was going to. And we know it's an right. active like thing the city's considering too, in some form or fashion. It's just oh, like, like making like a park or something like that or yeah. yeah Cause they, yeah. yeah. This been, so this, yeah, no. this was a late at night harebrained scheme that just uh -huh. had a little too much, uh, a little too much credibility, way, not enough money, but you right. know, Hey, Throw money at the problem. It really yeah. made sense. It was the, the because, weirdest thing is after we like we talked ourselves into it by the, uh, by the time we, that we really did. <laughs> well, it'd be easy. I mean, they they have a kind of a 
not a captive audience, but like you have a lot of people just walking around Midtown. It'd be, it'd be easier for them to, to draw, I think, if you're in the yeah. middle of town. But that, that does yeah. seem like a, a bit of an investment. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a bit. I mean, they are raising yeah. $2 billion now, though. So, I mean, yeah. You know. yeah. Well, what's, what's an extra 500 million or yeah, whatever? Exactly. You exactly. Have you wanted to turn your $2 billion into $1 billion real fast? <laughs> this is how you do that. You could either invest it in crypto or uh-huh. build, build a connector. But, yeah, but I'm sure they name it after whoever made the donation. So, yeah. Oh. That's true. That's hey, very true. Akshay Ishwaran Field. That's, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, if only. Someone, someone asked if the Zelnax how much money they got left hanging in there to <laughs> fund that. Um, I'll, I'll go back to your point about like trying to like given uh, the, all the sports they're shot at coverage when you're doing your writing because like, you, you only have so much time really or mm-hmm. so much space i mean online at least gives you infinite space in theory to just write about whatever but there also right. is just the man hours um and all that that goes into it if, i guess how much how do you decide in i guess football season kind of dominates so it's hard to escape it then right and it's not really many competing sports at the time it's early mm-hmm. season volleyball it's not like we have any soccer of course um so I guess later on, especially during basketball and later, like how do you kind of, how, how do you figure out for yourself where you want to invest your time and what sport on campus? Um, well, a lot of it is, you know, as you touched on kind of what else is going on that, that mm-hmm. requires my time. And obviously like during football, it's, it's, it's pretty much all I do during the football season. Um, basketball, I have a little more time to, to write about other things. And, mm-hmm. but I think, and then in the spring is, is really when spring football ends, which this year was much earlier. I have, you know, more, more time to, to devote to other things, which is what I'm doing. So a lot of it is just, yeah, whether how much time I have, but then I think as far as like writing about other sports, um, excuse me, like, you know, like softball or baseball or, or golf or whatever, tennis um, is, is just basically how, the, how their other teams are doing. And, and maybe if there's, you know, an interesting story that, that, that I feel like, you know, should be, should be shared with a wider audience. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, I, this year, this past year, um, like Chris, I don't know that I'd written about softball in probably a couple of years to, for, you know, to my chagrin, but, be, you know, they made the tournament. I thought that was definitely worth writing about. Um, yeah. And then uh, let's see. Um, actually, yeah, we did something like Chip Towers, my colleague who covers uh, Georgia, he and I had an idea, and I, I hope, hopefully it turned out okay, that we wanted to cover every single Tech Georgia competition. Um, wow, that's cool. And so, so I ended up covering the women's tennis match at Tech, which they mm-hmm. lost. Um, and I covered baseball and the, let's see, I guess the basketball no not I guess the women's basketball no 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 women's basketball I, I wasn't able to but but I ended up doing more than that it probably it, it enabled me to get a little farther yeah, yeah. than I would have so I was going to do that um but basically yeah, to answer your question it, it largely determined by just if, if those teams are are doing well and, and you know probably worthy of, of writing about you know because of bringing attention because of their success right yeah do you, I, this is a more nerdy question. I don't know if you look at your page views, but like, is there, do you see a noticeable difference in like what's gaining more traffic in, by sport or like, is it, is those softball pieces like still getting 70 to 80% of what a, your average football article is getting? Um, I, I confess, I don't look at it probably as much as I should, but I, I do know that largely speaking, football is, is, you know, as you might expect, and you probably maybe even sits on your own side of it gets a lot more attention and traction yeah. than, yeah. than a story. I mean, and I hate it because, yeah. you know, um, 
which I think was a story that I'm having. But, like, but you know, like, but, you know, talking with, with Ali Morales about the softball team, I, I, it's kind of a cool story. She's a tech grad, you know, has, has raised this team from, you know, really being towards the bottom of ACC into, into the team that it was when she was there. And I think that's kind of a neat story. And I think most tech fans, whether they're diehard softball fans or not, would be interested to know that. Um, but I, you know, for whatever reason, you know, different people, different reasons, I'm sure it doesn't have it. It just doesn't get the same level of interest, which you know, is I, I can't make people read things, and you know, there's right. there, there's, there's a lot of factors going on there. But that's generally how it is. I was going to say seventy to eighty percent of a football article would be, I think, my best day ever for writing sports. So, <laughs> yeah. oh no, hey, it it gets us. I was just throwing too, numbers so. out there. I didn't know. I'm, yeah, I'm no, still into this. I've given you our dive jackets all day. <laughs> Um, I guess so the football versus everything else thing, I mean, tech, I, I, as I was writing this question, I was like, oh, tech is a lot like those European sports clubs that like are everything. Like there are a bunch of different sports. Like I looked up like Barcelona's got like five or six Real Madrid's got like 10 different sports that they have. Hmm. And it's just not a concept. We like it's we have that concept here of like a place where you have a lot of different sports under the same banner. But in Europe, it's professionals. It's professionals doing that same thing. Like Pau Gasol, I think played for Real Madrid or Barcelona at one point. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, one of their basketball teams. And Ricky Rubio came from one of those teams as well. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, but it, but on the U.S. side, it's like it's really different. And it's I mean, obviously in Europe, it's like it's soccer and then everything else. Like it's just how it rolls there. Um, but you get at least every everyone gets a little bit of everything there. Um, mm-hmm. Here, it's just so much. It, it, at least from what I noticed, there's just a massive dichotomy of the big sports versus everything else. Um, I guess we might be repeating the same points here, but I guess I, I want to, I guess I want to pick your brain. Is like, is it, do you think it's healthy for these, especially with the whole football stuff going on right now with the conferences? Like, do you think this is a healthy trend for college sports to be so dominant on a couple sports when in, when the NCAA, NCAA and very well, I might say, especially post title nine is like trying to spread the, it's trying to spread its, wait everywhere and trying mm-hmm. to make sure all as many athletes they can very well cover get covered right um in terms of like opportunities and good places to play and good it's everything about being out of school yeah um i guess do, do you do you think the nature of things right now in college sports is in a healthy spot um or just what just thinking about where this is probably going post-conference uh-huh. realignment and whatnot like yeah. what does has, how how is, is the current arrangement you think good for all the sports in a sense boy um i mean i i I would say not um i mean i think you know when um yeah when one sport is is you know kind of paying the bills and driving the bus for all the other sports um you know for for a lot of reasons uh it's not only is a good thing like for you know you know to to bring up how it's shaping conference realignment um, or affecting it, you know, UCLA and USC and the Big Ten, on a, for a lot of reasons, it just doesn't, you know, I mean, I, I, it makes sense financially, but just yeah. in almost every other way, it doesn't. And so, you know, yeah, I can see where USC going to, you know, to play the the, the traditional Big Ten schools, I guess, are going to the Midwest to play, play football is, you know, has some merit and people will be interested, but, you know, the, the swimming team at UCLA going to, to wherever Ann Arbor or Champaign or whatever for a meet, right. you know, I, although I guess, you know, mostly they don't have dual meets anymore much, but, but regardless, you know, going across country when 
they would probably be better suited for a lot of in a lot of ways, you know, just staying regional. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that that's your son is kind of lost there. Um, but uh, but as far as just like you know, is it healthy? It's, you know, I, yeah, I, I guess I just sort of look at it as the way it is. Um, and I would say this, like, one thing that's you've seen happen, like with the the women's basketball tournament, there was obviously, you know, in, in 2021, I guess it was, when the two tournaments were in Indianapolis and, or Indiana and uh, in San Antonio, there was obviously a lot of um, issues raised about this really isn't equal and 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 the whole thing with the locker rooms and or the, the weight rooms either and i think one thing you've seen um is that you know people when you put the the women's tournament on people watch it and the same thing with screw i think with the the volleyball tournament uh the NCAA <clears throat> tournament for, for women's volleyball and so um you know i don't need it, it I, I guess it may never reach the point where it's it's even close to playing the same kind of revenue and eyeballs and football is that thing too there's probably something to be said for you know if you and i guess as well as one of those kind of um chicken and egg things of yeah if you put more marketing muscle behind volleyball or gymnastics or whatever are you going to see that sort of return and um you know i would think at least to some degree it's it's proven that it's it's working and there's interest there and it's it's just a matter of you know different media relations and probably including me, um, you know, being willing to say, hey, this is important and people care about it. And, and maybe if we get the ball rolling more, that that'll have uh, an impact on, on ultimate viewership and revenue. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, the, the uh, it's not a fast, it's not a problem that'll get solved fast by any means. I mean, that's, if you're adding all the sports or trying to invest more dollars in that, that's not, only very few schools can do that on a dime and be like, okay, yeah, we've got the extra, x millions from football ticket revenue we just need to figure out how to spend properly or decide what bill what's the next building going to be in, right. in some cases especially like wake forest and teams like that mm -hmm. um i guess well, well okay yeah well, go I, I was gonna add like you saw a renewed focus from espn so your broadcast partners on the women's college world series this year right yeah and that's right all right the final, the the championship final for that drew as many, if not, I think it was more than the than the men's, uh, really, huh. the, and then the oh, baseball. Right. Yeah, I, so yeah, it did. It, it did. It's not just on the onus isn't just on the schools, right? It's also on the broadcast partners and especially ESPN. It holds the rights to all of the non men's basketball tournaments. Like if right. they are willing to put in the effort in advertising, then obviously, like people are going to watch it. If as mm -hmm. but it's. It's incumbent both on it's the investment there, I think, is incumbent on both ends, right? Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Can I take a little bit of a, a rewind it back? I honestly am not well versed in the European soccer world. I am barely versed in the American soccer world. <laughs> uh, as I, I as it's much more complicated than the other, I'll say. As as these two fine gentlemen know, I just kind of Akshay's like, let's go to the fire Atlanta United game. I'm like, okay, cool there <laughs> soccer um i honestly didn't know that they had such extensive extenuating programs out uh, outside of the main soccer and yeah. honestly i think i think that's kind of fitting you, you look in a lot of trends in um in, in nature in data where there's you know a, a large focus on one thing and progressively smaller what those relationships are um does vary depending on what the phenomena is that you're looking at but like at the end of the day something's going to drive the boat, right? Like, uh, I think football, you know, just being a cultural touchstone and 
kind of almost like a forced scarcity too, right? You have, you have 12 days a year. What's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That uh, I don't know. There, there's obviously there's, it's not a perfect system, but there, there's a magic and, a, and an allure to it in, in a way that I think, um, you know, it, it is exciting not to, not to completely undermine, you know, the, the, you know, obviously there's still issues and, and flaws because, uh, and, and those trade-offs do need to be measured, but um, no, it, I, I just thought that was an interesting tidbit to, to, to know uh, that, you know, that they do have basketball. I don't know if they have hockey over there, but you know, other stuff other than the soccer. So. The Scandinavians and the Eastern Europeans very much do. That's where half the NHL comes from, for the most part, is those <laughs> te- is be- people mooching off of those teams. But yeah, like they don't do college sports in Europe, though. So there's a vacuum right. for this kind of stuff that's filled up by universities and institutions and institutes here. Um, so that's a way in how it gets it gets filled. Um, all, uh, related in terms of how and now NIL is totally just throwing a mass another massive monkey wrench in the entire landscape of everything. Tech is a in a weird spot because it's not like you can just like ignore the academics when you show up here. Like it's it's I mean if you're a Scheller student, I having been there, there's ways where you kind of can, but it's not as easy as other spots. Um, right. And I have been with enough professors to where uh, they 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 don't exactly just give you an A and let you walk for the most part. We um, try not to hold it against Jack. That he I, 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 I know I know where I stand. I've had to convince people that my degree is not did not take the same number of hours despite having the the same words on it as many other folks in that in the in the, in the, in the institute. All Y'all of them are to, the same but two, Jack. All of them the same but two. <laughs> Y'all need to give yourselves more credit. Y'all need to give yourselves more we do, credit. We do, we do, we do all right. But all I have to say is like in terms of like, okay, now you can go about just just about anywhere you want and when you come to tech, you the sport the, athletically, it may be a very good situation for you. And I'd argue for a lot of the teams, it would be a great spot for people to show up to. But do you think how much do you think is the academic portion of that decision going to help or hurt tech? Because that could, I, I in some ways, I can think about how that's going to put this further down in terms of where people want would want to go, mm-hmm. or just kind of works out and it's just grad transfers, like we see with Cameron Swartz this year, um, or people like that. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Like as far as like how much the the academic rigor of tech is gonna affect recruiting right. and so forth. Yeah, it, yeah. It like kind of in, in light of NIL or just generally or yeah. Or? Well, NIL and also also more just the loosening transfer regulations as well. Uh, in terms uh-huh. of being able to just kind of hop on the portal and be like, all right, let me see what's out there. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll, I'll get to that part first because I I think I have a more um concise answer. Uh. I, I do think. You know, the, yeah, if, if we get to a place as it looks like they're headed, that the NCAA will say, you know, kids can transfer an unlimited number of times. Um, I, I would see that probably hurting tech. I mean, one thing I've heard um, from coaches is that it can be hard to get kids into, into tech, you know, for all the reasons you guys are aware of, of just, you know, credits transferring and matching up at, at what, you know, and, and you know, if, if a kid's majoring in, uh, I don't know, um, you know, uh, what's like the famous football major, like, yeah, uh, this science. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but other, from other schools, um, if, you know, if, uh, you know, family science or whatever, I you know just some sort of soft major somewhere else that yeah. it's, it's going to be harder to get a kid in a tech. And so if, 
if schools are, if that movement continues and, and kids are going from school A to school B to school C, um, you know, tech is not going to be able to be a part of that as much as other schools might. Um, as far as NIL goes, um, yeah, I, I guess that conceivably could also be uh, negatively um, negatively impactful to tech. Just on the, if kids are going to be motivated by, I'm going to go to the school where um, I'm going to get the best deal. That's uh, probably a, you know, just the way things are looking. You know, tech isn't at the forefront of of putting together big money collectives. And so that's going to be a, a going to be a, a strike against tech, but B, you know, that's just knocking down, you know, I want to get a good degree at the school I go to and not that, that, that factor is going to get knocked down a peg. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's uh, for better or worse, not going to be, um, not going to be in, in tech's favor. Um, but yeah, I guess what probably, you know, the people that are in charge of tech would say is, you know, we, we've still got to just find the kids that, that, um, that want to come to, to a school for, you know, quote, the right reasons of wanting a good yeah. degree and the connections and so forth. And I think, I think there, there, there are kids like that. Like, you know, I, I think there, as much as there's a sense of everyone is asking how much, you know, how much can I make an IL, I think there's still kids that, that, you know, maybe they're interested in it, but aren't driven by it. So, um, yeah. and, and maybe maybe now more schools are competing for the, for those kids if, if they don't have the NIL package that other schools do. But um, I mean, there's still opportunities, but maybe they're not gonna be as, not that they were wide and deep before, but maybe even less so than, than now. Yeah, I think it's just interesting looking at how the, it's like different flavors of the same problem that people have been talking about for years yeah. and years and just like, the constant evolution of it, right? Like, you know, Bobby, Bobby Dodd, you know, 67 years ago was getting the, we need X major, you know, to, to stay competitive. <laughs> uh -huh. and, and, you know, 30 years before that, the, the whole, I don't actually know how much you know about this, but the whole, like take, taking the business school or the commerce school at the time and mm -hmm. shipping it, shipping it out is, you know, the same problem. What are, what are the athletes going to study? And, you uh -huh. know, like, and, and uh -huh. you, know, you go 30 years before that and, at the dawn of the NCAA, there's, you know, ringers and people getting paid right. and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's interesting to see that, like, how much the more things change, the more they mm -hmm. kind of, obviously nothing stays the same, but right. like right. Mo modern problems, uh, you know, rooted in just the same. It, it, I think that's one of the more interesting things about college sports personally. And that's, you know, there's not really a question buried <laughs> in there, but you know, yeah. like it, it's weird to see the, the landscape change because it's always going to keep changing and, I, I don't know. I, I think it's changed faster, uh, not to speak for Akshay and Jack, uh, you know, just off the cuff, but I think it's changed faster in the last two years than any of us on our side mm -hmm. would have expected. Yeah, I don't know if definitely. you feel the same way, but. Yeah, no, I, 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 would, I would say, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, okay, we'll go lighter to finish up here. Do you have a favorite anecdote covering, uh, I, I guess, yeah, pick any, pick any moment. Do you have a favorite just general aside thing that ever happened? Wow. Uh Man, like funny things happened, or 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 just like my favorite event that I've covered, or or I'm, I'm gonna bet the funny stuff doesn't make it out as much. So let's go with that. Okay. Um, now I gotta come up with something. Um, man, I'm the worst at thinking of stuff like this. Uh, I mean, I think, man. Um, huh. Uh, 
Well, I mean, I think, I mean, that was funny, funny, but like one kind of, when I think about my experiences covering tech and, and just going places and I think one, actually, well, yeah, I'll, I'll actually, I'll, this isn't funny, haha, funny, but it's really yeah. memorable. Um, so this, uh, the, it was the 20, it was Josh Fashioner's second season, 17, 18. And it's been like, this was all right in the midst of, um, the Ron Bell stuff. And I was flying to Pitt, Pittsburgh. And I um I, I I forgot my driver's license. Ooh. And so um I had to I, I was able to get through security at Hartsfield. And I, I'm, this is always I, I I'm not sure how this happened, but with a, a tech credential and and my my um my sports illustrated which has like the my copy of sports would had my name on it oh, so it yeah, has an address, address. So address. Has, yeah yeah wow and then i think I, I missed my flight and um and i think like as i was at the airport is when one aspect of that story came out like maybe his lawyers josh master's lawyers put put out some release and so there's that going on and then i got there to pittsburgh well, you didn't have your wallet, yeah oh yeah actually i did I, yeah my wife just reminded me i didn't just have not my credit card i didn't when i had my license i didn't have my my credit card either because i did so i had nothing um but then when i got there i think like i was able to get in touch with like some like someone that i needed to talk to for the story so i ended up staying at the airport and writing i think something like that and then it was like a blizzard, and so I was having a hard time getting a, a, a card to the my hotel, and then um, and then and then I covered the game, and then I yeah, and then yeah, actually yeah, so I uh, I'll remember Rich uh, Rich Stewart who was uh, the trainer at Tech, he he let me or maybe it was Mike Stamus, but one of the two lent me money just to kind of get me through this ordeal, and I was able and I you know kind of was able to somehow get through security at at the Pittsburgh airport and then, um, and then made it back to Atlanta and safely home. But uh, yeah, I don't, there's nothing really to tech. It's more about me and my, my feelings as a yeah, traveler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to use that yeah, Sports Illustrated again on the way back from Pittsburgh? Like, I think, I think what I got trick? through, yeah. Which, yeah I mean, used the same trick twice, wow. So yeah. always carry I mean, a magazine I'm, to the airport is the lesson here. Yeah, That's yeah, your name yeah, and address yeah. on it. Does if it count as a real your, ID? <laughs> I, I, well, I guess that and my tech credential, which yeah. I mean, is I could have, you could make it home, I suppose, if you it's were. Decent, so. It's decent, it's decently um, official, rel yeah. relative to state issued identification. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what I think about the fact that I got through with that, but I certainly am grateful. So yeah, yeah. if uh, if you're ever in a pickle again at ATL, we've got a couple guys on the inside, so just. Oh. Uh, just okay. let us know. This is yeah. it's weird how much of our of our of our group chat is just air it's just airport talk. Like I'm just uh -huh. so I, I it's obnoxious how much of it is, but that, that's 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 beside the point. Yeah. Uh okay, uh grand finale. What do you think of the football uniforms? <laughs> Save the best um, one for last, of course. Right, yeah, the one that people care about. Um I don't know. I mean I when I saw it, I I I guess it's funny that the thing I care about, I don't know if I care about the most, but I care about a lot is how how well can you read the 
the numbers from a distance. Oh, right, yeah. And like, you know, this is, I remember, you know, that actually was going back to the, I think maybe the first year I was from the team that they came out with like a yellow jersey with white numbers and you couldn't read it. Or maybe it was, or no, 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 it was gold on, gold numbers on white jersey. But either yeah. way, it was really hard to read. And so I don't like, I, I was looking at the, like the white jersey with the metallic gold uh, numbers and I was trying to decide like, is this going to make it harder or easier for me to, mm -hmm. to be able to, to see them from the press box? And so I don't know the answer to that. And so maybe that ultimately determined my, my opinion of the uniform itself. But um, I mean, I like it. I, 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 I mean, I, I think I saw some tweets and even some of yours about how, you know, I, I truly get the, the frustration of you. They, they have such a hard time. It seems like matching the golds and, yeah. and, and the, the, you know, the number, like the, the, material in the jersey number you know ideally would be the same as the pants or, or they not or closer so um you know i think it's one of the things that i don't know how how much of a barometer twitter is about anything and, and because some people were were griping about the the you know the stripes not or the the the, the metallic look not being completely uniform is that yeah. a lot of people that just three people and most people yeah. don't care most people like it but yeah. i'm okay with that i you know i'm not you know i yeah i guess ultimately it'll be yeah can i can i see it on tv or on a, on a press box yeah. that'll probably determine my my final opinion honestly i think that's an intriguing storyline going into the year is just how do they all look like the metallic looks i'm excited about that but uh -huh. just like you know like if that's something that gets eyes on the TV, see right. what do the new uniforms look like when they're actually out there? You know, you gotta, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to long. I feel like uh, we didn't talk about football at all. Hopefully you're <laughs> no. not too disappointed, but, uh -huh. uh, but you know, you, you gotta, you, it's July. You gotta get the signposts yes. out there, whether that's football or volleyball or something. Cause we're, we're yeah. still a month out before, before yeah. things kick yeah. back up. So I'm curious, what do you guys think about the uniforms? Uh, I, I guess I did do a whole article about this last week. So I've okay. got, I, I emailed Mike, Mike Flynn about, it. I'm like, all right, here's what I need. To, I need to find out some things here. Um, based on what he told me basically was that the actual, the gold thread. So not the, not the, not like the paint on the numbers or the, or the striping basically like was just whatever Adidas had on hand for the most part. And uh, thus uh -huh. a color they were able to fully customize because gold is the hardest Jersey color to get, to get right. Right. So, I mean, initially, I think all of us thought it's like, wait a second, we saw the gold uniforms in 2019 when we played against Georgia. That was that matched like the wreck. It matched the rest of the golds on the threads and on mm -hmm. the helmet and everything. Like it seemed right finally, from compared to the Russell uniforms that had four shades of yellow from my count. Um, and then this time, it's like, wait a second, that's mustard. That's not the same color. And uh -huh. then it, it took me twice to ask Mike. I'm like, wait, do you get what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, it's basically it is just couldn't do. There's that's just what was huh. there basically with yeah. the supply chain, and they use a different fabric than they did with the old set too. So. Uh, huh. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm interested to just see how they look in the sun. I've only seen studio yeah. shot type thing, right. so I'm I'm withholding judgment. And also, if they're looking a little bit more retro, it was. I, I know we've standardized around gold. Don't don't hate me but uh you know like <laughs> shoot the messenger the throwbacks do look a little bit more mustardy so you know if that's huh. what yeah. The, yeah. with all those calvin johnson highlights it looks kind of like the stuff he was wearing so like i if you couldn't tell i'm a little bit agnostic about this kind of stuff so 
you know, don't think about what's on the field. Think about the past. That's that's the message. Jake is much more. Jake is much more of our of our historian. Um, as more of the like kind of the uniform guy, or at least I wrote a couple of uniform columns back back in the day. I've been more of the fashion nerd, but Uh for me, it's so I sort of have mixed feelings because I get the whole you know, and this reminds us of the past thing, but also I just can't get over the the shade of gold that they used. I get it. (laughs) I get the the pant shade like i get the the why it's very difficult to uh manufacture gold fabric but uh I, at least in the studio shots it looked better in the uh at, at kickoff at, at uh, acc media days it looked it better it in did. those shots in in real light but uh in studio shots it was definitely <laughs> We'll also get multiple different lightings because the first game's at the Benz. The roof will probably be closed, and then it's a day game against Ole Miss, and then a night game against West Carolina. So we'll see. I will say, I will say, the Benz's lighting is not a particular compliment to anything. (laughs) That place is rough in terms of lighting. It helps. You got to have daylight to see things much nicer than just the daylight. So we'll we'll see it versus Western Carolina. In week two, in what I assume, what is that a 7 p.m. or is that a noon? I forgot. All best is a 3.30 and Western Carolina is a 7, yeah. Okay. Wait, Western Carolina is a night game? Why am I just, sorry, clearly I'm. I'm (laughs) It's July, Jake, you said it yourself. Don't worry about it. We don't have to think about this still. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, That's all the questions. That's all I had on my docket. Thanks for coming. Do you have anything else for us? Like I've I've been wanting (laughs) to grill you for an hour, but. Um, well, actually, I actually you meant, mentioned one thing about the majors. You said there's only two that are different. Like there are two two that are, I guess, I, what a good thing you're saying, like two that are significantly harder than the other ones. Like uh, in terms two that of are like, harder than the other ones, like uh, like among the three of us. About, no, no, no. So like you, so like you, I think we were talking about like you know Scheller and then. Oh yeah, no. yeah. So Jack was business administration. So he was in Scheller. Right. I was in the I was in the College of Computing. I was a computer science major. And uh-huh. Jake was a is a what double degree, double jacket, a yeah, me- mechanical I, engineering. I got two mechanical engineering degrees, but uh drives me nuts when people get on high horses about, you know, biomedical or aero or blah. <laughs> it's all hard we all well we all now that jack got out we all got out like (laughs) no one was in underwater basket weaving like right yes yeah yeah. that's only that's only at georgia that's one of their (laughs) pe majors Mm. i got we didn't get a dig in yet i got to get one i got to get one in I did interview Buzz in the spring, and he said underwater basket weaving was his major. So we still have one active major there, even though Buzz is banned from the CRC. Buzz is banned from the CRC. Yes, he is because at one point the uh, Buzz jumped in and then didn't realize that uh, you can't really swim in the suit and had to get pulled out, and so the CRC said no more of that. So that is wow. why Buzz is not at swim meets. They just don't let him in the building in in, really? in, uh, in, in character anymore. Yeah. So like otherwise he probably would have been at ACCs. He probably would have been at a couple of those bigger meets we had ahead of. Jack, ahead of what do you days. mean in character? I've, I've seen <laughs> him there before. Like this had to have been recent because like I, this, I you this know, comes from the I'm, mouth of I'm Buzz himself. This comes from the mouth of Buzz himself. Wow, he buzzed this yeah, to you. 
He uh, go read one of the last. Uh, it's like the third to last issue of the spring semester cover story of the technique from this past spring. Now that it's now that it's known and out there, uh, one of the buzzes who graduated this past spring was a swim club guy in the past. I hope it wasn't him. Oh. That'd be pretty embarrassing if they had to fish him out, <laughs> fish him out of the pool after he scored, you know, top top five in like three different events at nationals. I don't that, remember what year this was, but ignominious. Yeah, no to say the least yeah. you think it'd be hard to police that because i mean there's so many people that are working this, like, at the front door that you wouldn't yeah. know unless there's like a photo of do not admit <laughs> <laughs> this this um, is some behind this well there's this is some behind the scenes but not secrets is that they, when but when you like ask to like have buzz come to your event or whatever you have to like have a basically a private room that they can change in uh, into yeah. the suit okay. and mm-hmm. i guess you could kind of do that at the crc but it, there's right. it's much harder because all the bathrooms for the most part are public and uh, i don't know if the swim team would want the person who eventually comes out as this new character uh, in like the private like varsity suites and whatnot <laughs> so um yeah it's the privacy actually is not as easy as you might think you would get at at the crc so that could be that could be part of uh, just thinking logistically interesting. like interesting yeah. just have them take over the sauna you know that was always uh <laughs> yeah that was always a tough sell for people when uh when i was over <laughs> at the crc but <sighs> I, I would imagine having buzz in a sauna would be worse than having a pool as far as that, like danger personal danger though. well at least they can <laughs> swim out of the sauna yes there is a door yeah all right oh uh. All right. Well, well, Ken, thank you again for, for coming and, and speaking with us today. Thank you for your time. Is there anything mm-hmm. you want to, you want to plug before we head out here? Um, well, I mean, there's uh, on the website, uh, AJC.com, there's uh, a, a study stream of stuff. I wrote something today, actually, uh, today is Wednesday about, uh, I finished a series of a state of the program stories I wrote about baseball, both basketballs and today was football. So, and I was able to, I, I spoke with Roddy Jones for the story. It was, you know, insightful and candid as usual. And so he was, gave some good thoughts about just kind of where they are. And, and so it's kind of maybe taking a, a little, a mile high view of, of where this team is and where they're going. So if, uh, if readers are so inclined, I'd love that. Take a look at it. Absolutely. So uh, Ken, just for those of us who don't know, where can people find you on you online, other than the website, Twitter, right? all your socials? Okay. Um, so Twitter, uh, it, the, the handle is K Segura AJC, and I'll spell that. Uh, it's K S U G I U R A AJC. So I, I am on um, Instagram, but I really don't use it. So it's not worth following. And it's, yeah, it's, but yeah, Twitter is the best place to find me aside from the, from the, the web page. Absolutely. Well, well, thank you so much for, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again. Uh, talk to you again pretty soon once the season is gone. That'll be good. It's, I'm glad we got to talk. It's uh, I mean, it's, I, I always kind of like we've been talking about it. I, I mean, we normally when I've done things like this or or just with you know various tech fans is usually about football, basketball. So I'm always happy to talk about some of the things and some of the larger you know department wide things going on. So yeah, thanks for for your questions and interest. You, if you ever have building related opinions too, we'll take we'll take okay. that too in the future. All right. We're, we're a podcast of multitudes. Uh-huh. We are. We are. Yeah. All right. Mr. Grant, why don't you take us home? Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening tonight. Uh, as always, you can find us at FTRS blog on Twitter. Uh, Jack and I are at jgrant 98 at Jack Nicholas on Twitter. Akshay, you can try and find him, but uh, you know, 
Best of luck with that. Uh, you can email us uh, from the rumble seat at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we appreciate comments, sec uh, comments, suggestions, future topics. I'm getting ahead of myself, but uh, we, we really do appreciate that. Uh, and we use it to help build out our future schedule. Um, in terms of where you can find our content, uh, you can also find us at fromtherumbleseat.com, uh, comment and, and things there as well. Uh, podcasts, wherever fine podcasts are sold or distributed, but uh, this has been Scions of the Southland. Thank you for listening. And as always, uh, go Jackets. Thanks again. Oh, so